Good morning, beautiful and chaotic land mermaid. It's me, storyteller and entrepreneur, AJ Lund. Me and I are joined by yet another sassy, successful friend, ready to spend five minutes giving you the encouragement and advice you need to kick today right in the biscuit. So it's time to fill up your lungs, fill up your cup, and get ready for your morning high five. All right, friends. Today, Wendy Lee Curtis is joining me again to talk about yesterday's pep talk and to see how we can take our anxiety and take it to the next level, diving a little deeper into how to pimp our anxiety like she mentioned yesterday. So let's get started. Well, I am so fired up from that pep talk from yesterday. I am definitely one of those people that freaks out right before they have to get on camera or get in the car line um, (laughs) if I have to meet new people. And all of those things kind of have that same anxiety vibe for me. And so talking about just like letting it go from it's okay to have anxiety and you don't have to calm down. That's a showstopper for me. So how did you realize that this was such a prominent issue? Cause I thought like it was just kind of me. (laughs) Oh no, it happened to me. So a little about my background, I come from the world of Broadway and I moved from Broadway into broadcasting. I now work as a professional corporate speaker host, MC, and moderator for multinational fortune 500 companies. But the interim step was, the broadcasting step. And like a lot of people, I thought that my Broadway background would lend itself to me having confidence and facility in broadcasting. But I struggle. In Broadway, there's, I don't know, 20 feet between you and the first row. So there's some distance between you and the people that are watching you perform on stage. Additionally, there are bright lights that are sort of blinding you. There's a lot of sensory deprivation that's happening visually And then sensory augmentation that are happening because we're dancing and we're singing, right? So whatever nerves you may have kind of get worked out via all this movement. Well, when you're working in broadcasting, you're pretty sedentary, you're stationary, you know, in order to deliver the news, you have to have some gravitas and you can't be as flamboyant (laughs) you know, in front of the camera as you can be on stage. And that's when it really became real for me that that was something that I was struggling with. And that was something that I needed to address. I was a traffic reporter and an entertainment reporter for the ABC affiliate in Las Vegas. And through a course of a few people getting promoted and some people leaving our station, we suddenly had a hole on the weekend mornings and I was asked to anchor the weekend morning news and I freaked out. Well, yeah, I would too. <laughs> I was embarrassed. That I You mean I got to talk to thousands of people when I like can't even handle talking to like five at once? I don't know. I don't know. (laughs) So that's awesome. Absolutely freaked out. And so I had to figure something out fast because the camera was going to be on and I was going to be in that chair and it activated my fight or flight. And so through trial and error, I figured out how it was that I needed to move all of that anxiety into a space that would allow me the facility to deliver what was being asked of me. Mm -hmm. And so that's what I share with the people that I coach. And that's what I'm sharing with your audience. I mean, fight or flight is like the theme song of every female entrepreneur ever. I, I probably every entrepreneur ever, but definitely all of the women friends in my life that are trying to run businesses, we're constantly 
faced with decisions and in that fight or flight mode. So how do you manage to stay like inspired and motivated while you kind of have, cause I'm sure that's still an issue for you even now, right? Like, or do you have it all figured no. out? Do no. you tell us a secret? No, 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 no. <laughs> I've always been the girl who jumped out of the plane and like built the parachute on the way down. So I, I don't know that it lends itself to decreasing anxiety. If anything, I think it amplifies it, but that's my natural nature is to leap is to leap and figure it out on the way down. No, I do not have it figured out. What is it I've been talking about actually has a term. If your listeners want to look it up, it's called anxiety reappraisal. Nice. Anxiety reappraisal is what we're talking about is moving from anxiety into excitement. You know what? The real thing is I surround myself with a bunch of badasses. I surround myself with fellow entrepreneurs who are doing the damn thing. The way that I live inspired is surrounding myself with people who inspire me. Amen. Amen. I'm drawn to aspirational things. And I try to keep that face front because it helps to keep the worries and the doubts at bay. That's really what I do for the most part. That and a tremendous amount of self-care. And that can look different on different days. Sometimes that's brunch with the girls on the weekends. And sometimes that's a juice fast for three days because I'm feeling some kind of way in my body. I'm, I'm literally uncomfortable on my skin and I it can look different in any number of ways, but those are the two things that I do, my self-care regimen and also my tribe. I love it. And how do you know that you're making an impact in the world? Because I feel like a lot of us get tied into those everyday tasks and we're not really sure if it's worth it or not. So how do you remind yourself that you are making an impact and you are moving forward? So I hope this is a healthy approach, but this is what works for me. I look for affirmation because I really try to live in alignment, right? Which is what the whole tribe and self-care ideologies are. I get feedback. I get immediate feedback from my environment about what it is that I bring to the table. Oftentimes I'll go into a thing filled with doubts, but I do it anyway. There's a saying, do it scared. If you're waiting to feel confident about every step, in every aspect of this journey, you will be waiting until the end of time. Sometimes you just got to do it scared. Just get in there and show up authentically. I always feel like I can take the hits, at least if I showed up as myself. I think it's harder to take critique that isn't positive when you know you really didn't show up as yourself, that you showed up either as your representative or you try to show up and morph yourself into what you thought the world wanted or what people wanted. But I find out that nine times out of 10, that when I show up authentically, honestly, and I I always preface it so people are never surprised, I'm going to keep it 100. I usually start a lot of sentences like that. You want me to keep it 100? Because then I live with very few regrets Mm -hmm. and even less doubt. Absolutely. I'm not for everybody. That's okay. It's okay not to be for everyone. You're not going to be everybody's cup of tea. Stop trying to be. Yes. Be yourself and the people who are drawn and in alignment with who you are will come to you and you'll have affirmation of that as you go through that journey. I love that. I love that. Okay, Wendy. Now, if there are women out there who are like, yes, I am buying this Kool-Aid that she is selling, where can they get a hold of you? What's the best and fastest way? So I live for the LinkedIn. I don't know what it is, but I, I love networking and I love knowing how I'm connected to other people. I'm coming from the world of Broadway. We essentially change jobs every six to eight weeks. 
So I have a huge community. So like most people might stay in a job for five, 10 years and they know a set group of people. That is not the case for the people that come from my world. Every six to eight weeks, I'm meeting 20 to 40 new people. And so you multiply that over multiple decades and I have a huge network that feels right, natural and good to me. So I love connecting via LinkedIn because I also like to know how I'm connected to you, even tangentially. So that's always the best way to find me. And it's Wendy with two E's, no I. Got it. Wendy double. Wendy with two E's, no (laughs) I on LinkedIn. Rock it. Okay. (laughs) Awesome. Well, thank you so much for joining me today. I can't wait for our audience to try out these tips and pimp their own anxiety. And it's going to be nice and it's going to ball it. It's going to be balling is what it is. It won't be nice. We're talking like (laughs) shoulder pads, but in a good way, like bedazzled. That's what mine's going to look like. I don't, I'll show you later. I'll send a picture. Who doesn't love a cute sequin? And remember you guys, the harder something is, the more important it is to build ease into it, right? Mm -hmm. To build alignment and ease into it. So don't begrudge the difficult because that takes us to the next level. You got this. You got this. All right. Thank you so much, Wendy. Thank you.